Should players just shut up and play sports? Let's look at Kyrie Irving and the dilemma he's in right now. This podcast is sponsored by Gorilla Mandu Strength and Conditioning. Also sponsored by B Hand Pro Max Secondhand Clothing Retailer. Reduce, reuse. You can find them on Instagram and Etsy at B Hand Pro Max. That's B E A H A N Pro Max. What is up? What is up, peoples? What is up? Kyrie Irving has been suspended from the NBA for alleged anti-Semitic comments. LeBron was once told to shut up and dribble the ball. That was crazy to hear. Now, we got Kyrie Irving who's suspended for allegedly saying anti-Semitic things. Now, the funny thing about it is Kyrie Irving has said some crazy things in the past. He's, he's been saying that the world is flat, things like that. He didn't want to take the poke. That's another reason why they was at him. And now he's saying some things that allegedly has offended the Jewish community. I don't agree with everything he says. It's a little crazy. Some of the things he said it just doesn't make sense. But in this case, looking at the interview, I looked at the interview several times. And for my opinion, that he didn't allegedly say anything about that, the, the Jewish community, he said that he saw a movie that depicted things that were anti-Semitic, anti-people, just straight up wrong. He did not say anything about them, that he disliked them or anything like that. I think it came from the media and from them labeling him, that they turned his words against him. And if anybody in their right mind would look at the interview, he never said anything like that. But again, they've been targeting him, allegedly targeting him. But now they want to have something on him and they're trying to make this stick. Most people were, did not say anything about it. They was trying to stay clear of it. A lot of the announcers were like, ah, I ain't going to say anything. Because basically their jobs are, are, are in jeopardy if they say anything about it. Because many of people is going to turn back on them. So in, in essence, they really can't say anything, even though in their heart of hearts, they know that this is not right. So Kyrie Irving has to kind of backtrack. They gave him a whole list of things he needs to do to come back to the NBA um, to apologize and to state that he was wrong. But 
In my opinion, it's crazy. It doesn't even make sense. What what it what makes sense is really that they trying to blackball him. They trying to keep him out of a profession that he 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 likes to do that he's really good at doing. They're trying to find every little thing. You know, I think it all goes back to his history of not taking the poke, um, saying things that uh, you know, ball plays don't say. Matter of fact, it's having a mind and having a mouth. They're not trying to do that. They're basically trying to say, shut up and dribble the ball. But it's crazy. It's crazy. And now people are starting to draw sides now. The NBA, Nike, and other sponsors drew sides. They went against Kyrie Irving by listening to the bloggers and the constant saturation of calling him anti-Semitic on the in excuse me in the media instead of looking at it themselves and making decisions. But they went against Kyrie Irving just as we know for bread for money purposes instead of taking their own view and stance on it and then on the other side now the Brooklyn Nets owner is siding with Kyrie said he's we sat down and had a long conversation and he's not anti-semitic he never was and he never said anything anti-semitic Jalen Brown from the uh Boston Celtics is who's the vice president of the NBA PA is saying that they really need to look at this and, and ask themselves some real honest question. He's saying that they need to come together. This does not make sense. I think he's looking at the big picture that players uh, cannot like the media and, and uh, uh, NBA do not want the players to start talking. They want them to just entertain them. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I really think in a nutshell, they're trying to quill him. They're trying to stop his First Amendment rights, freedom of speech. That's what made people want to come to America and do things for America. I remember this comedian said from Russia, and this is a back in the days comedian. He used to say, you couldn't say anything about the Russian government. His joke was, you wouldn't go to parties. The parties would come to you. So that was the joke. If anybody can look back and understand what that means, then you really understand what that means. <laughs> but the freedom of speech, that's what made America so great. You can say what you want and uh, have your own opinions. They didn't make robots. Now, in these days, in the 2020s, they try to make everybody bots. And there's a lot of people that are bots. Think about what I'm saying. Bots are people who just do the same thing all the time, say the same Rhetoric that everybody else says with no understanding of why it's said or no meaning of why it's said. Think about it, guys. This world is turned into a box. Think about the people in your lives. 
They just say the same things and do the same things. They complain about the same things. Uh, they just fall in line easy. So we as Americans nowadays, we're starting to see it in sports now. You can't say anything <laughs> against the establishment. I mean, sometimes it doesn't make sense of why you're saying things because you're still working for the establishments. But you can have an opinion. You can have an opinion. And, you know, sometimes the, the, the things are way off and sometimes they are uh, absolutely correct. But <laughs> the powers that be want you to be, shh, don't say that. That's not right. Shh, we know it's correct, but you can't say that. But that's what's happening with Kyrie Irving. But I, I'm not saying that he said something anti-Semitic. I'm just saying that that he's breaking out of the matrix <laughs> in a sense. And they do not like it. They do not like it at all. So they're giving him steep demands and they're trying to find, find him $500,000. And you say that's not enough for, you know, a, a, a millionaire. But who wants to give up $500,000 for something that they didn't do? You know, yeah, you make money, but some people say, oh, that's nothing. But who would want to just give up money for no reason and have no uh, benefit? Or saying that you admitted to that. Once you agree to that, it says you admitted that you did it and that you're paying for it, restitution, excuse me, you're paying for and being sorry. And you're going to make a public uh, apology. I think that's crazy. I think the whole situation is crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Yo, peoples, I'm going to bring on Mark Promax. Let's hear what he got to say about this Akira Irving situation. Mark Promax. What's up, Mark Promax? So what do you think about the Kyrie Irving situation? Oh, man. You know what? So I had this, I mean, I, obviously I saw some of the uh, the stuff they, they alleged that he was participating in or promoting, if you if you will. Um, it's so funny. And that, that's funny ha-ha, it's funny ironic. The company that put out this film, you don't hear anything about them. Like, if it's such a demonstrative film or documentary on on Jews and Judaism and things of that nature, why why are we asking Amazon to? Right, it's and it's and it's not my take. I've seen it somewhere else. Well, what happened when you say about Amazon? Well, Amazon to what? It's on. It's it's on Amazon. No one's asking Amazon or Jeff Bezos to do something about the documentary. Why are we asking a guy who simply um, agreed with some of the, the notions that the documentary has and promoted it? Um, and uh, why are we going after him? And not only that, he didn't even say anything. He just simply just retweeted what, I guess, the, the, the documentary makers or owners did, um, put up on Twitter. So this is where this is stemming from, that he recently retweeted it I, and it, it can be one of those things where it's like, I don't even know if Kyrie even saw that. I'm guessing he did, but we don't know if he watched it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, 
the NBA gave him like some homework to do in order to come to be reinstated back into the league. Um, but I think to sum it all up, I, I think we're getting to a very dangerous place where people's opinions aren't being, um, I want to say respected because obviously some opinions don't warrant that. People should be allowed to say what they want to say, as long as they're not promoting violence. You know, like, I can say something and have it be true for me and have it be untrue for you, but it doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm ushering this sort of hate speech. I don't know if that makes any sense. You know, it's just... But I think we're going in a very uh, scary place where everything is censored, everyone is censored, and, um, like, I was talking to a friend the other day, and I said to him, like, I should be able to tell people the truth without them being um, mad at me. I don't know if that's the right word. But, you know, the quote goes, the truth hurts, you know, and so... I feel like we're getting to a place where we're just not allowed to do that. Like, even if it's true and it hurts you, it can't be said. I think that's where we're going. And that's, uh, it's a bit scary. You know you know what it is? It's uh, feelings over facts. Right. Feelings over, that's a great way to put it. Feelings over facts, 100%. 100 feelings over facts. So, yeah. So, I mean... I don't, I, I, I don't have any horse in this race. Obviously, uh, I think Kyrie should be allowed to say what he wants to say. And, he, and here's the take on it. Kyrie said nothing. You know what I'm saying? To, to start to start this conversation, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't say a word. He simply retweeted a documentary that he may, may or may not have watched. And then the question became, are you anti-Semitic? And it's like, where does, where does that thinking come from? I never said anything anti-Semitic. I've never done anything anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we can agree on certain things about certain cultures and what have you, um, but it doesn't mean that I'm anti anything, right? If I say, if I say, um, you know, guys in the Midwest like to drive uh, pickup trucks and they have shotguns in the back, am I anti-white? Absolutely not. Right? I'm not anti anything. I've stated a fact, a fact or an observation that I've made. I've stated that. I think I think that should be permissible. If I make an observation and I state the observation, it should be permissible. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where the documentary is right now. I don't know if Amazon or Jeff Bezos have pulled it, and I'm sure they're not going to pull it as long as there's some traction in the news about Iran and. Um, this documentary. I and think, they're making money from it. Yep, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Once money's being made from it, oh yeah. 100%. They are not gonna pull it. And especially if yeah. the, the heat is not on them, please. Right, right. I mean and then it, it probably falls in the line of like, you know, freedom of speech and, you know, the uh the right to, you know, see what you want, present things as you please. It's weird because you allow a whole entire movie to, to, I guess, you know, I quote-unquote spew hate speech, which is not, I don't have, I haven't seen it, so I can't quote it, but this is what we're, we're getting from the media. You allow this documentary to be out there, but the person who simply just retweets it is the one that we're coming after. 
Um, you know, I don't know. I get it. I mean, I don't get it. I do. I do. I know what it is. We they just trying to not you or me. They're trying to make the generation, the younger generation, which they are succeeding to make them bots. Now yeah, this is true. Now you can't say what you think. Right. And if you do, we're going to cancel you. We're going to yeah. ostracize you. We're going to. Right. We're going right. to. cancel culture. Yep, that's right. And it's not. It's for people who. It's for Generation Z and Generation Alpha. All, right. these, all, the, kid, all the ones that are under. That are like under 21. 21 and under, because you start with them earlier, because it's not it's not going to be 30 and over. 30 and over got their mindset already. Yeah. So now if I can make bots early, which I'm doing, because think about it. Everybody walks and talks and looks the same now. <laughs> so what's the difference now? Now we just got to get your, we gotta get your uh, mentality like that now, and which they are doing. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely, you know, quote unquote, an agenda. Um, yeah, it's definitely some sort of agenda. Um, yeah, I don't. What about the uh, uh, the media and how they um... look out for themselves, and that's what it comes down to. There's there's nothing else that you can that can be said. And I think, you know, I would assume behind closed doors, guys would be like, yo, listen, Kyrie, I'm with you, dog. But, you know, I got to keep my mind at you. And, and I'm sure Kyrie's like, you know, do what you got to do, man. Like, no one's asking you to, um, no one's asking you to, to carry this, uh, this cross with me. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm sure of it. But, I mean, for guys like, you know, LeBron to go out there publicly, I'm sure they're like, come on, LeBron, make a statement. Make a statement. Speaking of LeBron, um, I saw something the other day saying that LeBron is like a billion dollar athlete for Nike, right? And and they were somebody was saying, and it, and it sparked like a little light bulb in my head. Somebody was saying that he's grossly undervalued at one billion for Nike. Um, because of the amount of revenue he generates for that company. And somebody said that he should have asked like $40 billion. And I don't know the exact numbers for Nike's, you know, revenue or whatever, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's more than the $1 billion that they're giving uh, LeBron over his lifetime. <laughs> and, and someone said the issue was, like, as much as, as much as, that billion dollar mark is huge for a lot of people. Only a handful of people in the entire planet are worth that much. Um, but he, the guy was saying that his peers haven't reached a billion, only a handful. His peer, and so for him to be the only one, he shorts, he shortened himself saying, oh, let me get to a billion and I'll be the one that has a billion. Instead of saying, oh, these others outside of the circle have 10, 20, 30, 40, let me go play with that, play in that group. Um, which is a weird, that was an interesting take, you know, to say that, you know, we look at it, a billion dollars ain't nothing to sneeze at. You know, that's a load of money. That's a lifetime of lifetimes of money. 
Yeah, that he'll never be able to spend in his lifetime. Right, but there's a there's a a, a bunch of people in the world look, who look at a billion and like, oh, that's like a quarter on the ground, right? They're not going to bother to pick it up, you know? There's people on that planet with that kind of money and, and you know at their disposal, and so the guy had said that LeBron had just he showed himself because amongst his peers he would be the one with the billion. And now saying to himself, amongst the billions, where would I be? I mean, just a little hot take from somebody that I saw, or like on, I think or maybe on Twitter or YouTube, something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, yeah, that's crazy. So, let's see. Um, so, if I'm right, Kyrie Irving's back. Um, but I would have, I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see Kyrie kind of like, Speak this one out, but the only problem is it'd have been different if this was his first incident. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have said, "I bet, let me, I'm gonna stand on this." But then he had, and obviously, and not to say that with the other things he still he stood on before aren't aren't correct for him. But I've been in a situation at work where it's like, "Oh man, I'm in another situation." You know, I just got out of something like, you know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, your heart's in the right place, but your mind is telling you, like, rationally, like, yo, if you do this, he's going to be more more and more, quote-unquote, trouble. But, you know, you're talking to, like, a millionaire, like, how much trouble could you possibly be? But for a guy in his early 30s, you know, he still wants to play a lot of basketball, maybe another contract that he can get right before he retires. And so he needs to be, like, you know... Nice. <laughs> nice, right. There you go, that's the word. He needs to play nice. And so that's, I think that's where a part of me is like, ugh. So I kind of like, I kind of, I now I've got like a soft spot for Kyrie. I didn't really care for care for him. It was, you know, it was, a, it was Kyrie Irving. Like I enjoy the ball player, but you know, sometimes some players have like a special place. You know, when you talk about them, and I feel like, I feel like Kyrie is starting to get there for him because he's outspoken. I feel like that's what we're missing a lot. Um, in this world right now, people who want to do what they want to say and worry about the backlash afterwards. But, you know, you still have to backpedal a bit. But, um, you know, I would like him to stick this one out, but I understand why he didn't or couldn't. You know, they're probably like, listen, man, like, it's going to be something until it's, until you're not here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to, they're going to kick you out the league. Like, they're going to ban you. Like, Every team will look at you like, no, first of all, you're going to stain, black guy, black ball, whatever you want to call it. Like, you're not getting back in. And so, I think, um, you know, you know, like I said, it was a financial decision, you know? Yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, thank you for that, Mr. Uh, Mark Promac. No problem. Sports news right now. So, the Philadelphia Eagles got their first loss against the Washington Commanders. That was an awesome game. But that's to tell you that anything can happen in the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, Aaron Rodgers' team is going down. Uh, Of course, he has no weapons, but he's not helping out the situation with Eric Passes and you know, getting at his coach, 
also in the NFL, we have the playoffs. The surprising team. Matter of fact, let's go back. That was a misspoke. No playoffs. But the surprising team, in my opinion, is the Minnesota Vikings. They are 8-1. Let's switch to the association. The association is at like the 20th game. And right now, we're still not even a quarter through the season. But the teams who are winning, like Milwaukee, are who they said they was going to be. <laughs> and um, Golden State, doing all right. So certain teams are just doing all right. But again, like I always say, there's more game left. All right, that's it for sports news right now. Back to the segment called, What's the Matter With You? We're going to give that award to the NBA Nike and a few other advertisers against Kyrie Irving. So Nike, NBA, and the others, what's the matter with you? Always remember, persistence overcomes resistance. We're out of here. Peace. Yo, peoples, we can be reached on Instagram, Blake, the number 610. We also have another page called Blake, the number 610, Inspire Fire. We can also be reached on Twitter. Blake, 6, the number 610, and the number 1. Lastly, we can be reached on TikTok. Blake, S-I-X-T-E-N.